Hello and welcome everybody to this edition of Coach Vogelai's Corner. I'm David Stearns. Joined with me on the phone is Coach Aaron Vogelai. Coach, how are you coming after those two wins and going into the showcase weekend? Uh, doing well. Looking forward to uh, a big weekend here at the showcase. We got we got three tough games, but uh, yeah, feeling pretty good after the first weekend sweep. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, what went on between you guys and Siena? Uh, one game, uh, it's a one-goal win, and the next, it's a two-goal win. So pretty convincing uh, at the end of the weekend when all is said and done. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we got to show showcase our speed uh, and definitely our talent up front. I think Drago had a great weekend, uh, but I mean, no matter who, you know what, which team has has the most talent. We talked about it last week. Uh, these games are always close, and they were both tied going in the, into the third period both days. So, um, you know, I, I just think it's a, such a great matchup. What a great way to start the season every single year is two top teams playing each other, really testing each other's teams and seeing what we have, what we don't have, and how to make adjustments. And I think we did that just, you know, just perfectly last weekend. Well, you've already talked about Drago, but let's talk about some of the key players that walked out of this weekend uh with a solid showing, uh, the obvious being that of Sean O'Connor, who had five points on the weekend, uh, being, what, two goals and three assists uh, on the whole. Uh, what other players stood out to you in uh, your mind? It looked like uh, you had a good showing from uh, Novielli and um, this Zach Tracy player. So uh, why don't you tell us about these two and how they performed? Uh, you know, Novielli, he, uh, he came to us a little late uh, this year. I mean, he had, he had a couple personal things he had to take care of, but he got everything straightened out. And he's been on the ice for a week now. Um, he had a couple practices in him before he took the ice. I think, you know, Saturday he was just kind of getting his feet wet again, getting used to, you know, players skating at him and him skating with other people and the full contact of the game of hockey. And on Saturday and on Sunday he got us started with the score with a great power play goal. I mean, the kid can shoot. He's big body, big frame. You don't really want to run into him because you're not going to win that battle. Uh, he stands about six foot three, two hundred and fifteen, two hundred and twenty pounds, and and the kid can shoot. I mean, I, I, in my eyes, probably has the hardest shot on our team. Um, and I and I I'm glad I'm not a goaltender. That's for sure. <laughs> now, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Zach Tracy uh, coming away with uh, was it three points on the weekend. Uh, tell us a little bit about his background and what to expect out of him this year. Zach is a is a Maryland-born kid. Um, he he plays junior hockey the last couple of years up at the up with the Portland Pirates uh, last year on their AJ team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if you blink, you're gonna miss Zach. He is lightning in a bottle. He is uh, for for those that remember him. He's Rob Dirk. He's just in a little bit smaller version. Uh, the kid can absolutely fly up and down the rink. He can shoot. Uh, his biggest assets, obviously, are, I think are going to be uh, the way that he sees the ice and being able to find uh, his line mates, one of them being Tyler Novielli. Um, so, but, yeah, he got us started with a, with a great tip pass to, to O'Connor um, when O'Connor went in on a breakaway and got our scoring started for the weekend. And then he picked up uh, the assist on Novielli's goal the second day. And then tallied his first goal as a retriever as well on the power play. So he does a little bit of everything for us. He plays, you know, on our second line for five on five. He's the center. He plays on our on our penalty kill units, and also on our power play units. He does a whole lot for us. But we think that he's he's got all the tools to to bring us to the next level as a team. So we're really happy with what Zach brings to the table. 
So I see you already got your uh, first line power play unit uh, out there uh, getting some points for you. Novielli and Tracy both picking up two power play goals, one each. So it uh, sounds like you got things worked out on the special teams. How did the discipline work out with you guys? It seemed like you uh, didn't see as much box time as uh, as uh, you would normally be accustomed to, as I remember first calling games for you about, what, three, four years ago. Uh, always a good little title belt uh, match here and there, but uh, now... What do you think about the discipline of your guys? You know, I think I think it's going to come with the the younger ones. I think we're going to pick up a couple penalties we did, um, you know, over the weekend. I think we I, we took too many penalties in my eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, I mean, definitely from the back in the days when you and I first got started, we we're definitely better than that. Um, we don't have to kill penalties quite as often, but uh, we did our fair share. I think we um, on the first night we we gave up two. I think, I think we were two. Two for five. I think the Siena was two for five on the power play, and then on the second night they were zero for six. So, um, you know, we, we I think we did a good job um, on the penalty kill. We definitely get better, but I would rather just eliminate all the power plays altogether. Now, talk to us about some unsung heroes that may not have shown up on the score sheet, uh, whether it be in the goals and assists column or what have you. Uh, who are the guys that stood out in your eyes that uh, wouldn't get noticed on the score sheet, but uh, really stood out in your eyes? You know, I think I'm going to start with freshman Brady Keel. He's a he's a defenseman from Ohio. Um, we didn't we didn't know exactly what to expect out of Brady, but I think that he had an absolutely wonderful weekend for his first two college hockey games. Uh, he he matched the speed of Sienna well. He played very smart. He played within himself. Uh, too many times players try to do too much, and they get uh, overhyped, especially with their first couple of games. So I thought he did a great job playing within himself. Um, I also think Cody Selbert, he did pick up his first point as a retriever, but also on defense. He comes to us from the Buffalo Stars organization. Mm -hmm. He did an excellent job playing with, with Rafferty back on defense. Um, and, then I, and then I would probably say uh, Brandon Fritz. Um, he, took, he took too many penalties for, in my eyes. He took two over the weekend. Um, but he does, he, he does so many things for us in, in, in our own zone and also on the penalty kill. Um, he, he's he's been a real pleasure to see grow over the last couple of years, and he's off to a great start here. Now, looking uh, at your roster, by the way, I, I see a, a Jean Luc. You want to talk about him a little bit? Luke Durante. Um, yeah, we <laughs> we've got the next generation of Durantes with us. So nice. <laughs> just when I think I'm graduating, one another one walks through the door. Um, Durante, you know, Luke stands about six feet tall, but he uses a stick that, uh, you know, a six-foot-six player would use. He's mm -hmm. got an incredible reach with that stick. Uh, you know, he hasn't played hockey in a, in a couple of years, so he's kind of working his way back into it. Um, but, you know, just this week we think he did such a great job over the first weekend in the limited amount of playing time that he had that we're putting him on one of the power play units. So, um, right. yeah, I think he's, he, he's just like Danny's great around the net. He's feisty. He's pesky. I think he's going to pick up a good amount of points for us this year. So, do you see him making the same progression that Dan did throughout his, uh, with this as being his fourth year? Do you see him making the same jumps? You know, I don't know. I mean, Dan, Dan has really grown on the last couple of years. He really came out of his shell last year, and uh, and I think he's already off to a good start, picking up a first, you know, big first goal up against Siena. Um, he actually, I, think, I believe, got the game winner on Sunday. So. Um, you know, he said he definitely has set the table high for for his brother Luke, but you know, only time will tell if he can live up to it. 
Well, you're keeping the Ellicott City uh, talent in there. I believe he's from Ellicott City, is he not? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. so they're both from Ellicott City. That's right. So uh, my wife's hometown, so there we go. Good representation. I like it. <laughs> so moving forward, you guys have uh, three very important games uh, the way I see it, and I'm, I'm sure you see it the same way. Uh, of course, let's start off with the big one that starts tomorrow uh, at 5.15 in this ACHA showcase up in Rockville, Maryland. You have Miami of Ohio. You took a year hiatus from seeing them, but uh, in two years prior to that, you had some split weekends home and away. So why don't you talk about your expectations for tomorrow's game? You know, I think it's going to be two two really good hockey teams going at it. Um, I mean, we've both both years that we've played each other, we've split uh, both being you know great hockey games. No team has won won a game more than two goals of a two goal spread. So um, I think I think whoever's in the rink tomorrow is going to have is going to be in for a really big treat. That's for sure. Um, I for for what I know, they're basically the same team they were last year. Uh, they, they they got a new coaching staff last year from when from when we played them. Uh, I know Chaz well. He, he knows the game very well. So, you know, they're going to be very good, and we're going to have to be on the top of our game to play them. That's for sure. But we're we're definitely looking for for a win tomorrow. So, do you see the coaching staff change? Uh, is that going to be a little bit elusive from what you've remembered in the past? I mean, uh, last year, of course, they fell to Rowan. Uh, who you guys ultimately beat to uh, earn the trip to nationals? Um, do you see a different team coming at you tomorrow, or are you expecting more of the same that you've uh, experienced over the previous two years before last uh, in the matchups? You know, I, I think in the end, whenever you have a, a coaching change, especially one as talented as as Dan Diacalo was, it's now coaching in the North American Hockey League. But um, you know, Chaz worked underneath; he was assistant coach underneath him. I mean, I think you're going to see some changes, but it's a lot of the same players. The, I mean, they definitely they're still just as talented, if not more talented, than the team that that we faced the last time. Uh, I have watched some film on them, so I, I do know you know a little bit about them and what what their tendencies are. So, you know, we're going to be ready for anything, but you know, we we really can't worry too much about them, other than you know we just have to worry about ourselves and play play to our ability. All right, now moving on into Saturday's game, which I think is probably going to be the more interesting of the three games this weekend. Grand Valley State, um, the Lakers, this will be your first time seeing them, but you've seen plenty of them as they finished last year second in the nation, and they've, they're have they no strangers to the national title game. Uh, if my mind serves me correctly, they won two years ago, did they not? Yeah, the last two years they finished one and two respectively in the oh, country. Oh, boy. You got your work uh, cut out for you. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. This is a game that I asked for. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I always, I've always lived by the model that to be the man, you got to beat the man. Um, and it's not as a coaching side of it. If my boys, you know, my my team and my boys want to be the be the man, they've got to be able to knock the, the the big head honcho off the pedestal. And that right now, in my eyes, is Grand Valley State. Um, you know, Florida graduated like ten guys. You know, so they're not going to be quite the same team as they were last year. Grand Valley is always good. Uh, I, in my eyes, they have the best coach in the ACHA, uh, Division One, Two, II, and Three. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. I have the, m- the most respect for Forbes. Uh, him and I went to, to Europe together last year, and I got to learn a lot about him and, and get to know him very well. So I'm looking forward to kind of going head-to-head with him. But I want to see what my guys got, and I think they want to see what they have. Um, we're going to find out exactly who UMBC is on Saturday. Um, 
know, and we can make our adjustments from there. But it's going to be exciting. It's one I've been looking forward to for a long time, and and uh, you know, we'll we'll get Miami out of the way first. But uh, I definitely have Saturday circled. Well, you know, I, as you're talking here about you know this this matchup, uh, I kind of had this idea that maybe this might be one of those uh, matchups that may come back to you uh, in the future, possibly the near future in uh, <laughs> in the national tournament. But uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. This is a David Goliath game, um, and uh, where do you see like what is the attitude in the locker room surrounding this weekend with those two big matchups? Uh, and then the mystery behind Southern Illinois Edwardsville. I I know very little about them, but uh, obviously the two games that got to be standing out in their minds right now are Miami and Grand Valley. You know, I, I I think our guys pretty much have a lot in perspective. I don't think they're looking too much into Grand Valley other than that they know that they're there. Um, you know, I mean, I think that they, they you know, I think they see it the same way I do. They want they want to take a shot at the best and see and see where they stand. You know, they you want to get you always want to get in the ring with with the best guy and see what you got. But, uh, you know, all through, all through, all through week, this week's practice, we've been talking about Miami of Ohio and getting ready for them and going over kind of what they do and things like that. I mean, we know that that's the big one. They're the Southeast team that we play. We're always two, three or three, four, somewhere, you know, right next to each other. And we want to make sure that we have that stranglehold on the upper number. So I think we're going to come in poised and ready to go for Miami. And then once that's over, We'll start looking ahead to the to the great matchup that we're going to have with Grand Valley. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about Southern Illinois Edwardsville. I know nothing about them. Uh, right now, they are rolling in with a 4-0-0 uh, record. So, um, it, where, where do you see what what level of competition do you think they bring to the table in your third and final matchup for the weekend? You know, I've talked to a lot of people. I've only I saw them you know two years ago at a showcase, but I don't remember much about them. Um, you know, from what I hear, I mean, they, they, they put up some gaudy, gaudy numbers, kind of like we did four years ago when we had <laughs> Drew and Post and Durkee and Freestat and oh, yeah. Fisher and all those guys. Um, but they pl- they don't play a ton of talent. But, right. um, you know, I mean, their schedule last year really wasn't all that difficult. What I can tell you is that um, from what I hear, they're a dump and chase team. Uh, they throw everything on net, and they just try hard. So... Um, I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be better than what I expect. Um, so, you know, I think that, you know, we're going to have to be the top of our game. We're a top-notch team, you know, rankings-wise, I guess, quote-unquote, um, in the Southeast. So they're going to want to make their stake that, that they can play with, you know, some of the bigger-name teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we've, and we've earned that reputation over the last couple of years. So we're going to have to come ready to play. We're going to find out what they got. We're going to find out what we got, if we can handle, you know, chaos. You know, it's going to be a big turnaround from the way Grand Valley, the way Grand Valley plays on Saturday. Everything's organized. Everything's system-wise down to the down to the letter versus Southern Illinois that will fly around, you know, like chickens with their head cut off because, <laughs> because they can. So, but very big different styles, but usually in those kind of games, systems work. So let's hope that that. You know, hopefully that that holds true on Sunday. Well, you really set yourself up for one hell of a schedule to start out with in your first five games, huh? <laughs> we did. We didn't uh, take ourselves easy. Next weekend, we've got Virginia Tech and Montclair State. So, uh, you know, I think our first seven, our first seven games are going to set the tone. Um, you know, whether we go, 
you know, two and five or, you know, five and two or seven and no, um, you know, we're going to figure out who we are, you know, and it, it's not going to bury us. We're not going to, um, you know, we go two and five. We're not going to hang our heads. We're going to get back to work and we're going to, we're going to write the ship. But if we end up going, you know, five and two, six and one, seven and oh, you know, watch out. I don't know if, you know, we, we could be starting a train that it's going to be very tough to stop. Well, the adventure continues tomorrow, 5.15 at the Rockville Ice Arena, and we will have that broadcast on crossicefeed.com. Check out the Ustream link on the page, and IYM Sports will have Sunday's game. So tune in, everybody, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow, Coach. Uh, I look forward to seeing you, too. All right, so good luck this weekend, Coach, and we'll talk to you real soon. All right, you too. Take care. All right, that is Coach Aaron Vogelai for Coach Vogelai's Corner. And once again, you can check us out at crossicefeed.com tomorrow at 5.15. We'll have a 5 o'clock pregame show, so don't miss it. This is David Stearns for Coach Aaron Vogelai saying don't stop believing.